0: Hi, hello guys. Welcome to the Daily Newspaper Podcast of Editorials. And uh, today is 1st February, Monday 2021. The first editorial heading says, The Form Loss Need Political Resolution It is the supreme authority of parliament which has the power to resolve, uh, to solve the issue despite the negotiations outside. The article is written by Shu who is associate professor at Jawaharlal Nehru University Delhi Yes uh, the, the deadlock between the protesting farmers and the government on the continuous form laws contentious form laws have taken an ugly turn with incidents of vandalism during the tractor parade by the protesting farmers on January 26th It is as yet unclear as to how the peaceful protests for the last two months was allowed to take a violent turn by the former union leadership as well as the police administration given that the police were aware of the plans and had approved the parade. Shadow of Mistrust While responsibility must be fixed for the administrative lapses, and action taken against erring anti-social elements. The events again point out to the growing mistrust and breakdown of any dialogue between the two sides. Attempts by a section of media and representatives of political parties to use the incidents of vandalism to vilify and malign the two-month-old peaceful agitation, ag- agitation will only add to the mistrust between the government and the former unions. Such a situation is unlikely to lead to any meaningful outcome despite best intentions. Even though thousands of farmers have been protesting peacefully for more than two months at different sites on the Delhi border, The issues raised by the former representatives are not just limited to the demand for guarantee of minimum support price MSP and uh, the repeal of the three formulas passed during the monsoon session of the parliament in September last year. They are the Farmers Produce Trade and Commerce Promotion and Facilitation Act twenty twenty and the farmers empowerment and protection agreement of Price Assurance and Farmer Services Act 2020 and the Essential Commodities Amendment Act 2020. The Resonance of Anger While an impression has been created that the agitating farmers only represent the interests of the farmers from Punjab, Haryana and Uttar Pradesh. These issues have found resonance across several states in the country where large mobilizations of farmers have been protesting peacefully. There are large variations across states in the way the MSP-led procurement operations are conducted. But there are also variations in states in terms of the role and functions of the Agricultural Produce Market Committee APMC. Despite these differences, these mobilizations represent the anger against the political economy of the agricultural reforms. The genuine fear of corporate takeover and withdrawal of the state go beyond the three acts. It is essentially about the trust deficit between the state and the farmers who see the actions of state as following greater control by the private sector, which will ultimately dispose them from the mere resources and land that they have <coughs> sorry these impressions are not entirely unfounded if one is to go by the experience in different states such as Bihar in abolishing the apMC system. but these fears also gain strength at a time when the economy is slowing down and the agricultural sector has seen severe distress in the last six years, starting with the twin droughts of 2014 and 15, with a decline in agricultural wages and falling farm gate prices and farm incomes in the last three years. These acts represent a pattern of state withdrawal from support to the agricultural sector. Next. <coughs> flaws in legislating. This is precisely why any attempt by the government to resolve the deadlock has to go beyond the nitty-gritty of three laws. It has to start from instilling trust in the government's actions and rhetoric of, of reforms. With a hardening of positions by the farmers and the government's representatives, any possibility of resolutions through a dialogue with a with the unions remains a distant possibility. Even the attempt by the Supreme Court of India to appoint a committee has failed to elicit any possibility any positive response from the farmers the failure of dialogue and the meditation by government ministers and the supreme court committee war is partly a result of the flawed understanding of the government that this issue is a regional issue concerning only section of farmers the attempt by both the former unions as well as the government to exclude other political parties out of such dialogues and discussions is unlikely to resolve the issues which concern every state of the country ruled by different political parties. But it also reflects the process of legislating on important issues without taking into account the concerns of various stakeholders. These pieces of legislation were announced as part of COVID-19 pandemic relief package when the country was going through a period of severe economic disruption as a result of lockdown. Not only was the timing wrong, but even the attempt to force these pieces of legislation without any discussion in parliament created an impression of stubbornness on the part of government to deny any form of dialogue and consultation. The failure to consult state governments, which are important stakeholders, has also created the peculiar situation where six large states uh, have now passed separate pieces of legislation in their state legislatures, negating the three central acts budget session as opportunity. The commencement of the budget session from January ninth presents another opportunity to bring back these pieces of legislation in Parliament. An Act of Parliament can only be repealed and amended through Parliament. It is this supreme authority which has the power to resolve this issue despite negotiations outside. While dialogues and negotiations at a time when parliament was not in session made sense and proved useful in clarifying the concerns of various stakeholders, it is now time to let parliament take a call. In any case, the Supreme Court has suspended the implementation of reform laws for the time being and the government has also offered to put the laws in abeyance for one end of years. While the uh, offer of putting the implementation of the acts in obey abeyance uh, for 18 months may have been a strategy to delay the implementation until the Uttar Pradesh legislative elections due in one and of years. It does offer the government the possibility to build larger consensus, consensus for the reforms in new form that will imply repealing the acts as have been passed in parliament currently and starting the process afresh with the parliament standing committee during such larger deliberations need for diverse options a parliamentary standing committee with representations from different political parties will not only give it more legitimacy but will also allow diverse opinions from states and political parties to be represented for the government which is willing to suspend the implementation for one and a half years it will also allow it time space and the political forum to convince the states and farmers about the benefits of such reforms more than that it will be an opportunity to bridge the trust deficit between the government and the protesting farmers for a government which is serious about the reforms In agricultural marketing, repealing the acts in the current form and starting the process afresh will only reaffirm its seriousness and commitments to the agricultural sector and the farmers of this country. Thank you. This is the first article. Let's go to the second article. The second article heading is about Mahatma Gandhi. The heading says, The Mahatma and the empowerment of the other. Gandhiji's idea is visible only in a political community where people have the art of listening. Mahatma Gandhiji's death anniversary, January 38th, may have just passed, but it is not just an occasion to celebrate his life and his message once more or to simply add to the Gandhian biography so to speak, we should think of Gandhi as a noble spirit who continues to be among us and who contributes to the betterment of our world. Therefore, the task before us is how we individually and collectively can understand and take forward the Gandhian nobility of spirit in today's world. world. If there is only one idea that Gandhi should be remembered for and identified with, it is the idea of empowerment of the other. Different opinion as right. Undoubtedly, the essence of Gandhi's political philosophy is the empowerment of the other. Irrespective of gender, race, Class or creed. That is why Gandhi understood the democracy as a socio political institution which seeks to empower the other by asserting its right to speak freely and to act differently. As such, Gandhi viewed the empowerment of the other as a right to express a different opinion than that of the majority and to be heard openly and transparently. One such idea is captured by the Gandhi statement, that is, this: uh, the spirit of democracy is not a mechanical thing to be adjusted by abolition of forms. It requires the change of the art. The spirit of democracy requires the inculcation of the spirit of brotherhood. Democracy is not a state in which people act like sheep. Under democracy, individual liberty of opinion and action is jealousy guarded. In his quest to defend the otherness of the other, Gandhi invited individuals to rule themselves against their weaker natures by becoming a self-governing agents. But he also looked for the creation and cultivation of a public culture of citizenship that guaranteed everyone the right to opinion and Action. The empowerment of the other is value which needs to be created and cherished. In other words, empowerment for Gandhi was an act of empathy and affinity, not a mode of social interconnectedness taken for granted. Therefore, as a transformative force, the empowerment of every citizen is an experience of conscience underpinning the harmony between ethics and politics. The Gandhian appeal to the ethical is in fact a way to civilize modern politics from within by shortening the circuit of conquest, domination and violence. By addressing the question of otherness of the other, Gandhi was trying to cultivate the individual's capacity for ethical citizenship and empathetic friendship. From Gandhi's perspective, non-violence encouraged an awareness which moved the individual away from a monistic egocentricity and closer to a pluralistic shared suffering. Moreover, this state of awareness called for a common horizon of humanity, which strengthened the process of thinking about the otherness of the other. What is so fascinating and relevant with the Gandhian approach to politics is that Gandhi understood the civilizational process of freedom, freedom freedom-making as an inclusion of other as the other. His work has manifesto. As a matter of fact, we can read and understand Gandhi's seminal work *Hind Swaraj* as a manifesto for the otherness of the other. Here, Gandhi introduces his readers to a new model of civilization, which takes humanity to a higher moral level, while pointing, uh, pointing to utility as a false mode of existence which dismisses totally the otherness of the other Gandhi suggests his own idea of moral interconnectedness and empathetic pluralism for Gandhi civilization has to give primacy to moral progress of humanity rather than just generate tendencies towards uh, futility and violence truly what is Uh, so relevant about Gandhi's view of civilization is the strong conviction that civilization should help humanity realize the path of righteousness and compassion by putting morality before materialism. Gandhi was aware of the importance of pluralism of ideas and values because of the dissimilarities and differences that exist. A mode Unsurprisingly, Gandhi's idea of empowerment of the other is feasible only in a political community where people have the art of listening. In other words, the art of listening as much as the freedom of speech is a mode of laying emphasis on the otherness of the other against all forms of tyranny. Accordingly, we can consider as tyrannical an individual or a society which refuses to the other other the right to speak and the time and space to listen if tyranny is the enemy of empathy then the project of caring for the otherness of the other would suggest a mode of sensibility sensibility that rejects the logic of domination and conquest of the other through his readings of human civilization gandhi showed us that He was well aware of the dangers of the conquest of the other, that is why he refuses to reject the otherness of the other in the situation of intolerance and exclusion. Gandhi did not consider social, political or even religious marginality as a curse, but more as a constructive asset which helped the individual to maintain critical distance from all traditions of thought while entering a dialogue with any form of otherness. Shared humanity, Uh, undeniably Gandhi replaced the linear and monolithic discourse of reality with his uh, theological vision of civilization and political life. Thus, by bringing beauty out of the ugliness of modern civilization, he forged a new form of solidarity that that of shared humanity as a tool for the survival of the otherness. Of the other. As such, Gandhi's experiments with truth made him conscious not only of his similarities but also of his dissimilarities and differences with others. 73 years after his death, what Mahatma Gandhi continues to teach us is that all life is interconnected and a human spirit which remains indifferent to the otherness of the others, including the natural world, has. No nobility left in it. Thank you.